Hey everyone, it's Duncan from Climb the Ladder, presented by Washed Up Network. Welcome to episode 172. Just wanted to bring you guys a quick update today in the midst of some crazy time in sports. We love October, we love football, we love baseball playoffs, hockey just started up, and a lot more. This episode is brought to you by Web Western. Head over to Web Western for all of your Western apparel and use code CTL podcast for 10% off. And as always, let's climb the ladder. just wanted to pop in and do a little solo update for you guys hunter is back to work he is doing his thing um and we have gotten caught up with the birth of his baby and the any time of mine and so just wanted to make sure that we're not leaving you guys without some content until we can get back together here uh shortly so first thing we should talk about is we already mentioned that the Mariners are not in the playoffs, but the Rangers and the Astros are currently squaring off in the ALCS. And man, what a matchup. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but it's crazy that three teams were potentially going to make it from the AL West. And not only did two of them make it and Obviously, the Mariners just barely missed out, but now they're both scoring off in the ALCS. It's a crazy, crazy matchup back and forth, um, as you know, with any division rivalry. And um, we will see which one of them represents in the World Series. A little bit of close-to-home sports updates um, outside the diamond football not a great football weekend um hunter and i did celebrate our 27th birthday on sunday october 15th and so this episode is kind of making up for last week but we want to make sure that we're catching you up and bringing you the weekly content still so yeah boise state headed to fort collins on saturday the 14th and with 20 minutes left or with six minutes left and a 20 point lead Unfortunately, they blew the lead and lost 30 to 31. Now, there's a lot there, um, a lot to unpack, which Hunter and I might need to do at a later date or bring in somebody with some more insight. But overall, I think that this season uh, would be deemed as disappointing. The Broncos now fall to three and four, I believe. And To me, that really just felt like the turning point in the game, or in the season, that game specifically. I think there is a lot of good, but I think the bad is outweighing the good right now. The defense, as far as secondary goes, doesn't seem to have the stamina, especially if you have a 20-point lead with six minutes left. Like, to me, that's one or two possessions. Drive down the field, keep getting first downs. And if you can't, then the defense has to make that stop and get out. And unfortunately, none of the above happened. Um, Colorado State hadn't won for 13 years, I don't think, against the Broncos. And so that kind of tells me everything you need to know 
I think we'll probably end up in some, I don't know, just some weak bowl. I think we'll probably finish with a good enough record to get there, but I think our chances at the Mountain West Conference Championship are probably out. We were undefeated in Mountain West, which has something to say considering we had losses to Washington, UCF, and Memphis. So maybe there's a slight chance, but with the way that Fresno State is playing, the way that um, Air Force is playing, Wyoming, I think that there's a lot more competition than we're used to in the Mountain West. And unfortunately, this is not a year that we can squeak one out by not playing well. So I think that that's going to be a detriment to the Broncos. They're running this two quarterback system for the last couple of weeks. And frankly, I don't think that that's the main problem, but I think it's kind of a symptom of a lot more problems. I think when you have one clear leader, one clear vision on the field, the quarterback is the person who is leading the team into battle. And I think when you don't know who's going to be, I mean, I played offensive line when you don't know who's going to be behind you, not that that should affect your job, but if you know that you're being led in totally different ways, just like if you're at work and your boss changes or whatever, it's hard. And so you have two young quarterbacks at that, Madsen and Green, and they both have their strengths. I think Green, obviously we've seen that he's having some passing troubles and Madsen is just young, so he doesn't have necessarily that quarterback football IQ that maybe you'd see from more of a veteran. But they put Madsen in every time that we need to pass, and he can also get stuff done with his feet. And I know that Green was the guy, but, I mean, we saw it last year with TCU. If the first person isn't doing it or gets hurt, then maybe you have to bring in the second guy. And I think that might be what we're looking at here this season of – I think Green's a great quarterback. I think he could be like a Lamar Jackson type of guy in the future. But right now, what Boise State needs, it seems like we need more of that traditional pocket passer. And it seems like Madsen gives us the best opportunity to win whenever he's on the field. So that's just my two cents. Um, I went to bed with the 20-point lead that the Broncos had on Saturday night, woke up, and was shocked to find out that we lost by a point. Um, people are calling for Avalos to be fired. I don't want us to be like, oh, they used to be good back in the early 2000s and even with Brian Harson, but they haven't been good since then. Like, I don't want that to happen. Avalos was a player. He was a coach at Boise State. I don't think that it's all him, but I heard uh, somebody talking about the Giants game the other day in the NFL, and uh, their coach, Dable, was just tearing apart the backup quarterback for a mistake that he made one of the announcers said it very well as head coach doesn't matter what happens you have to take responsibility I think that that's where Andy Avalos is at I think there's probably a lot being done that he's doing great there's probably a lot that's being done poorly that might be out of his control but at the end of the day it's his program it's his business to run and yeah I don't know if he's not doing it then Maybe we'll see. I'm kind of hoping they give him through the end of the season, but also wouldn't be surprised if we heard the news sooner. Also wouldn't be surprised if we didn't hear the news at all. So that's kind of where the state of Bronco football is at currently. And wrap up uh, today's quick sports week update with 
the Seahawks. The Seahawks went into Cincinnati, had a Sunday morning game on our birthday on October 15th, and unfortunately could not get it done. They lost 13-17 to to a Bengals team that they do seem like they are rebounding. Uh, Joe Burrow has had a very slow start to the season. It's been kind of rough on him. Um, usually we're used to him just dicing up defenses. I will say the Seahawks defense played very well for most of the game. Obviously, they let it go at the end there, uh, losing by four points. But I think Geno's got a little bit to work on on offense. I think the play calling might have led to some of the loss. But really, it was a good good NF- or a good game overall. I think the Seahawks definitely have a chance in the NFC. I think the Bengals are on the rise in the AFC. And so I think we'll see. We have uh, Arizona at home, which I'm just hoping they they squash them. Like, we got to take the Cardinals out and really have a statement victory because I think that we could present ourselves as one of the top NFC teams. But it's got to start somewhere. And I think uh, at this point going into week seven in the season is the time to do it. Well, everybody, I appreciate you tuning in this week. Again, sorry for the brief episode, um, but as Hunter and I always say, our goal is to keep bringing you guys consistent content, and even though it's looked a little bit different in the last month or so, um, we want to make sure that we're doing that, and so you'll hear from Hunter hopefully this week. Um, We'll kind of drop a double for you guys and kind of get back onto our regular cadence. Um, Again, we celebrated our 27th birthday on Sunday the 15th. Hunter went out and was hunting. Didn't end up getting a deer, but I'm sure he'll have a little bit of an update for us um, of what it was like being in the mountains of eastern Washington. And yeah, I'm just waiting on the arrival of my baby girl. Hunter's been caring and loving on Kennedy Joy, his baby who is almost a month now, which is crazy. Um, and so can't wait to hear some updates about that from the new dad. And maybe we'll give you guys a little jog down memory lane in our next episode of some highlights over the last 27 years for a little birthday recap. Um, so unless my baby comes in the next couple of days, hopefully you hear from me at least one more time. Um, but otherwise, thank you guys for continuing to tune in, support us, um, support the life changes that are happening. It's all very exciting and excited that Climb the Ladder can be a little part of that as well. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of CTL. And as always, let's climb the ladder.